Hey everyone, today we will be looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And what I would like for us to do is focus in on the very last verse of that chapter. It's kind of a summary that Paul gives us. Um, and there's some tension in the text, I think. So here's what it says, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three. But the greatest of these is love. And the tension is this, I think. Why does Paul say love is greater than faith and hope? Throughout my life, I've loved 1 Corinthians chapter 13, but this last verse just carries with it um, this some mystery. And I've been trying to think through that a bit, and other scriptures have come to my mind to help me discern what it means. So let's just think about it. Let me read the verse one more time. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. And uh, Paul has just got through going through a whole big old list of things and reasons why love is so important. And it's love that is like uh, charity. It's, it's agape love, the kind of love God had, who was willing to give his only begotten son and Jesus who willingly laid down his life for us. So that's, that's the kind of love we're talking about. It's the kind of love you can really only uh, know how to give if you know it yourself. If God has loved you with that kind of love and you've, you've accepted it. So let's just think through it. Faith. Let's start off with faith. Pretty important, right? Hebrews 11.6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please Him. It's impossible to please God without faith. And faith is like, um, well, Hebrews 11, I think, talks about that. Uh, but it's trusting God's promises, right? It's resting. It's delighting in His Word instead of our own way of thinking, right? That's faith. And the Bible says in Ephesians 2.8, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. So faith is really necessary, right? By it we're saved, and we can't know Christ without it. But Paul says love is greater. But the tension is um, why, right? That's the question. Why is love greater than faith? And what about hope? Pretty important for sure. I mean, the way the world looks at hope means looking forward to something that might or might not happen. Uh, we hope the stock market does good. We hope that we have a long, healthy life. We hope the weather is good today. But the way the Bible uses hope is different. I mean, it's not a maybe kind of hope. It's a hope that's, that's guaranteed by the creator of the universe. True hope's always looking forward to what we are confident of. It's, it's what we know to be real. It, it encourages us to persevere because we know God never lies. Pretty important, I'd say. So faith and hope really go together well. They kind of fit like a glove. Our hope is something that is real and guaranteed. And therefore, we can put our faith in it, right? <laughs> so pretty important, I'd say. But Paul says, love is greater than hope. 
And hope is that reality that we put our faith in. Wow, what is greater than the reality of the promises of God, heaven, and all these things that God has promised us? You know, as I've just pondered this, I've come to the conclusion that um, love is greater than both faith and hope because love is kind of uh, like the end goal of God's purpose for us. There's some scriptures that, that point us in that direction. Galatians 5, 6 says, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. So that's what God wants for us. And remember, our faith is placed in our guaranteed hope. So these three things work together, and love seems to be the, the end goal. Um, Titus 2.14 is another. Here's what it says. Who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. See these good works that he's talking about? These are works that are quickened by the Holy Spirit um, because of faith it's something that is real that God has promised us. Colossians 1.4, uh, Paul says, We heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints. So right here in this verse, we see two of the three things that remain. It's faith and love, Paul talks about. But then in the next verse, he mentions what came before. Uh, verse 5, says, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. So we have this guaranteed hope and then uh, our faith in Christ Jesus. And then Paul heard about the love that they had, the Colossians, for all the saints. So the end result was love working out in all kinds of good works motivated by the Holy Spirit that Paul goes on to talk about in the Colossians. So, the goal of God's work in us is that Christ's love works itself out of our heart to share His glory with the world. If you think back to Genesis, God created man. He wanted them to go forth and multiply and, and fill the earth. What, was, what were they to fill the earth with? Well, they were to fill the earth with images of God, right? And I think that was uh, a spiritual goal to proclaim his glory throughout the world. And then we could move forward to the Tower of Babel. Remember, they, they wanted to make a name for themselves. So they had um, strayed from the purpose that God had for them in filling the world with his name and his image. So the Tower of Babel was not an example of faith and hope working themselves out in love for mankind's neighbor to the glory of God, was it? And then uh, later on, remember Moses delivered uh, by the hand of God, the children of Israel out of Egypt and, and through the wilderness 40 years and all through the wilderness, God intervened uh, and help them overcome other nations 
not because they were good people, <laughs> but and not so that they might be exalted, but that the world might know about his glory. Therefore, when they finally cross over Jordan to Jericho, Rahab the harlot had already heard about the glory of God, and she submitted to him and became a believer. And she's in the lineage of Jesus because God's name was proclaimed, reaching out all over the world, which is the goal that God has for his people. And time and time again in the wilderness, we see that God's fame spread because and when the children of Israel took a stand of faith. They didn't do that very much, but they put their faith in the guaranteed hope of God's word. Remember as a boy when David's hope and faith was in God and he slew Goliath, right? He talked about how it was so that all might know about the God of Israel. If we came up to today, what about the Great Commission Jesus gave us? <laughs> was similar to the first commission that he sent mankind out on to multiply and fill the earth was his image. And now we are to go, ye therefore, and teach all nations about the glory of God, about Jesus and his glory, so all the world might know. These are works of love, right? These are the greatest kinds of works of love. It's good to uh, feed the hungry and to help your neighbor build a fence and be a, a listening ear when they need a sounding board. These kinds of things are love. But to counsel them in the ways of God for joy, eternal joy, and tell them about Jesus, that's the kind of love God wants to work out of our life. That's what faith and hope lead us to do. So Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, these are works of love, right? That work out of faith and a guaranteed hope. And uh, Hebrews 10.24 says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. 1 Thessalonians 1 verses 2 and 3, We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers, Remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for loving us enough to send your only begotten son, Jesus, uh, to live the perfect life that none of us would live. Give us who believe his righteousness, he who would um, be paid the wages of our sin by dying on the cross, and then to raise again and defeat death, something that no man could ever do, but he did. And because of that, we um, will be raised up to be with him forever. And while we're here, we he gives us that same power that raised him, from the grave to overcome sin in our life. Thank you for the gift of Jesus. Because you loved us, Lord, help us to love our neighbor as ourselves. And um, 
as we put our faith in you and we trust and we hope in a guaranteed hope uh, of all your promises. Help us to see and understand more of those promises. See more of your glory, your character, your attributes, and let them uh, be internalized in our heart and in our life. And let us share your glory with others in love, which is, I think, the end goal that you have so that you might be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen.